Welcome to Typecasting. Pop culture by the numbers. That's your host, Lucas Grading, who is a charming Enneagram Type 4. And that's your co-host, Marjana Tumatua, who is also a charming Enneagram Type 4. <laughs> There's a reason it's our favorite. <laughs> well, here on Typecasting, we're having a spoiler-filled discussion of our favorite fictional characters and discovering where they fall on the Enneagram of personality. But before we get into that... We're here to walk you through the basics of what the heck an Enneagram is. <laughs> Good point. All right, let's get started. The Enneagram is a personality index made up of nine distinct character types. Okay, here's a fun fact for you. I did not know this. Ennea means nine. <laughs> there you go. Um, so the first type is known as the reformer or the perfectionist. Type 1s have a gift for being able to see the world around them as it should be. They see the potential in everyone around them and are always striving to improve themselves. 1s are rational, pragmatic, and determined. Sometimes they can be seen as critical, but this is often a reflection of the inner critic that they hear all the time in their own head. The best of Harry Potter's golden trio, Hermione Granger, is a great example of a 1. Well, type twos are almost always recognized as the helpers. Twos are deeply empathetic and will always know what you need before you even know. (laughs) And they're ready to give it to you without any questions. Helpers are warm, loving, and selfless because they are so others-focused. Twos sometimes struggle to give voice to their own needs. They can get upset if you don't anticipate their needs as easily as they do. Think about it as like, Peta from The Hunger Game, the famous, beautiful baker. He is a steadfast <laughs> helper. Yes. Type threes, aka achievers, share the natural empathy of type twos, but they use this understanding of others to make a great first impression wherever they go. Threes are social butterflies. They're inclined to success and the spotlight. Achievers are recognizable by their charisma, drive, and skill. No matter where they find themselves, threes know how to fit in and thrive. They connect and they mingle with anyone in their path. Gaston from Beauty and the Beast may not be a hero, but he's definitely an achiever. (laughs) Okay, there are lots of heroes also that are type threes. (laughs) Threes are the protagonist. They are the main character. (laughs) Yes. All righty. Well, the type four, our favorite is known as the individualist, or as I like to be called personally, the romantic. Fours are creative and we're self-aware. Usually we are known for caring very deeply. Um, Often we feel misunderstood and can come across as moody or emotional. (gasps) Me? Never. (laughs) Oh my God. In my head, I was like, who? Me? (laughs) (laughs) There's a very good reason that Hannah Posh calls them the tortured artists in her book, The Millenniagram. Go get it if you like a good rant. If you need a rainy day playlist, the romantic in your life will have a great recommendation for you. Jay Gatsby, with his flair for the dramatics, is a classic for. Type fives are also called the investigators. They find security and control through knowledge. The more they know about the people and things in their life, the safer they feel. Your favorite fives are known for being methodical, curious, and extremely observant. Nothing gets past a five. (laughs) Investigators may sometimes seem distant or closed off, but they're often lost in thoughts. Thoughts that they would much prefer to keep to themselves. 
Think of mm-hmm. Klaus Baudelaire's love for reading and thirst for knowledge in a series of unfortunate events. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Well, I love our type sixes, affectionately nicknamed the loyalist. Sixes can present in a few different ways. The type six fears a lack of support. And some sixes calm this fear with caution, planning, interest, and authority, while others may rebel against authority. They are bold, skeptical, and defiant. Sixes take care of the people they love and are known as the protectors of the Enneagram. Someone like Bilbo Baggins, perhaps, is an Enneagram type six. The name of the type seven is the enthusiast, but I like to refer to them as the life of the party. (laughs) Sevens, they fear pain of any kind, so they run full force in the direction of joy. Enthusiasts are fun-loving, spontaneous, and full of light. Sevens are often jacks of all trades because they need to experience as many different things as possible. Sevens bring a smile with them wherever they go. Avatar The Last Airbender is named for one of my favorite sevens, the lovable airbender Aang. Oh, well, the type eight is often referred to as the challenger. Eights fear being vulnerable or really lacking control. And they respond by being the one in control. Challengers are bold, have a lot of authority, and often confrontational. They also are really known for having this thirst for justice. Eights will never back down from a fight, especially when they're defending someone they love. Challengers are born leaders, and they just represent power. Shonda Rhimes created one of TV's greatest type eights, uh, Olivia Pope. Remember when I was here for Halloween? Yes, and I was fits. (laughs) Yes. Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, Olivia Pope, and she fearlessly leads her gladiators in scandal. Type nines are known as peacemakers. Nines are often the definition of calm, cool, and collected. They have a gift of objectivity and are able to understand everyone's point of view. Sometimes, though, their dislike of conflict can lead them to ignore their own wants and desires. Peacemakers are sometimes so good at understanding other people's perspectives that they can feel disconnected from their own thoughts and feelings. Dorothy's calm, supportive demeanor as she brings peace to Oz highlights her gifts as a type nine. Mm, Yes, that's awesome. (laughs) Got all that? If not, don't worry. We're mainly here to have fun and discuss our favorite characters. Absolutely. Details, Shamia Tales. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to learn more, we've got a lot of great resources from people who know a lot more than we do. For a basic overview of all nine types, head over to EnneagramInstitute.com. And a great book to introduce yourself to the Enneagram kind of all together. This is the first thing that I read that really got me into it is The Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabile. Exactly. And a really fun, flirty read is a book by Hannah Posh called The Millenniagram. And for more Enneagram podcasting fun, I highly recommend the Sleeping at Last podcast. They have a beautiful collection of episodes and songs, one for each of the nine types. I know. Ugh. Even though I'm a four, I love the two song. Mm. Some of our fictional character examples from this episode came from a great article on a book riot called the enneagram types of 99 fictional characters 
Links to all of these resources are in the episode description. We're so excited to have you join us for season one, an exploration of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We'll see you there as we take on superheroes by the numbers. <laughs>